0: Welcome to But Jesus Drank Wine and other stories that kept us stuck. I'm Mead. And I'm Christy. In this podcast, we'll explore the stories that kept us, well, stuck, wanting to drink and not wanting to drink all at the same time. Join us as we show you that freedom from alcohol does not have to mean a life sentence of misery and missing out, but actually means living an authentic life full of peace, joy, and purpose. Hi, babe. How Hi. Are you? Um, Hi. I- I was just um, laughing at the fact that I think this marks maybe our first day. I, y'all, I know that we talk about the rain and the weather when we start all these podcasts, but but I have to say, I love that laugh. That was so cute. Oh my gosh, that was the best. I don't know if um, it was cute. I have to talk about the fact that it is bright and sunny today here where we're recording from. And it's a Tuesday. Usually it's Tuesday and it's raining and it's not raining and it's Tuesday. Wait, it's Tuesday, right? That's Tuesday. It, It is Tuesday, and we are in the middle of a massive heat wave here in London, and these homes do not have air conditioning, so I am hot and sweaty. (laughs) My girl is sweating. We have a fun one today, because this is like, do you feel like this is one of the questions that just stumps people so much? Like, do I, don't I count my days? Yes. This is one of my very, very favorite, favorite topics because it kind of just feels like one of those unwritten like rules. Like yes. very right. Very much like the labeling that you have to do in yes. order to succeed at being alcohol free is Bum, 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 count the days. <laughs> <laughs> That's, you just you just nailed it on the head. That's exactly what is it. It's one of those unwritten laws of moving into sobriety or alcohol-free life or whatever is that there's this unwritten law that we have to count the days. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, so rewind. Did you count days? Did no. you count days? No. no. Oh, not at all. No, but what I do do, what what I do every so often is I'll just, like, so for, for this, you know, talk today, I searched how long it's been since December 1st, 2019, just to see how many days, and it's been 1,290 days since I've had a sip of alcohol or even better, just a single desire, no temptation to drink alcohol in 1,290 days. That's crazy. yeah. I like, I like it. So like I didn't count days, but it's fun to check in every once in a while with that and be like, wow, I never would have guessed that I could get to this, you know, point. Yeah. What about you? Yeah. Yeah, so I downloaded one of those like counter apps things and um, the reason that I really liked it not was not because I was like really holding the days super tight it was because alongside of the actual days it was like counting both time and money like saved and so I was like okay well now I'm gonna have to pull it up so when I was like looking at that side of it I was like oh my gosh like look at the money and the time that I am saving so it currently says 1,191 days. It says that I have saved 23,820 pounds. That was basically a low-balling of 20 pounds a day on Wait, alcohol. Say that amount again? Yes, I will, and I will say it slower because it's bananas. 23,820. <laughs> wow 20 pounds a day on alcohol that's what it amounts up to just over three years later or and not it's been more yeah three and a bit what's, yeah what's that rough conversion to u.s <laughs> oh babe don't make me do that i love you well it's, it's i have this all the time and i need to google for that <laughs> isn't it like what so it'd be like 30 pounds a day u.s isn't it like kind yeah. of like one and a half ish? Yeah, ish. Yeah. Changes every day, but yeah. So yeah. like 20, 23,000 pounds ish is like $35,000. Yeah. Ish. Mm. Yes, ish. Yeah. Wow. Right? Okay. Well, there, hey, I, I'm not a fan of counting whatsoever, yeah. I- except for in the case of like knowing how much money you've saved. Like that's well, so I- cool. It's so cool, and then and then how about the the hours, right? So, time saved four thousand seven hundred and sixty four hours, which yeah, I don't know. How, yeah, I don't I mean how many months is that? I don't know. It's a lot. Do you know what I mean? It's just that's the, why I got into the counter, but also yeah, wow, the <laughs> yeah, that's so cool. Okay, <laughs> yeah. So I, I and I didn't. Um, this is the thing, right, about, like, the counting of the days, and this is where people, I think, get tripped up, is do you have to stop the counter if you have a data point or a growth point, right? Mm-hmm. And I always say, why? Why? Why, why? would you do that? Why, why do you think you have to go back to day one? Do you have the same tools and the same understanding and the same thoughts as you do did on day one? you know, this is about progress. It's not about perfection. It's actually not about the days. It's actually not about the glasses. It's about your thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just just like anything else you're doing. Like if you're running a race, running a marathon and you, you know, trip or you stumble, which I mean, I, you know, we talk all the time about like how data points, they're not these like slip ups, these whatever. But if we want to view it in the case of, do we go back to the beginning and start if we are using a counter as a as a tool for us to, and, it, and it motivates us? Would you go back to the beginning of that race and start from the beginning if you tripped in the middle of it? Yeah, but, I love that. No, you would keep running, right? And okay, yeah. So why why would you why would it be any different? Um, and I think this is where I and mean, we talk a lot about this, but it bears repeating always is. We have tips and tools and all the things. You know, we have a methodology for this, but it ultimately comes down to figuring out for yourself. I mean, the whole kind of goal of this is like figuring out for yourself what puts you in that place of empowerment, what puts you in that place of choice, what puts you moving forward towards whatever you're looking to get. So, in your finding peace in your relationship to alcohol. What are the things that help you, what serve you in getting closer to that goal? And what are the things that take away? For me, counting days, so I can think of, like, the, the dry Januaries I did and the 30-day breaks I took, oh, when I, yeah. when I was ca- counting those days and then I was not ever making it to the end, whatever 30 days I, you know, had committed to, how I felt after that mm-hmm. actually increased my drinking from there because... You know, I I set out this this goal, or people use even people using counters for like, I'm just gonna count forever for the rest of my life. Yeah. I mean, that's a whole nother way we could go with it as well. But it's that whole idea of like, if you have a, a hurdle, you have a growth point, a data point along the way, you know, if you're counting those days, then sometimes that gets in the way of like this massive progress that you're that you're making, and looking at the bigger picture, which is like how many days over the last year have you been alcohol free? Take that as a percentage and use that, or the last week, or the last month, or whatever time frame you're working with. So, yeah, I love that so much, and I say that too. It's like when, when you have someone that's like, "Oh my gosh, I had a drink this week," and I'm like, "Okay, so when we started this journey together, you're telling me that you drink seven nights a week, and yeah. last week you drank once, and we're counting, we're focusing on the one day, not the." not the six days that you didn't have the drinks, like, you know, but that's human nature, I think, right? We go towards Mm -hmm. the automatic negative, negative always. But I love what you just said there because it's exactly, exactly how I feel about it too, where it's what is the goal, right? And I think when we get in those 30 day challenges, dry January, whatever mindset, then the goal is automatically make it 31 days. And when your goal is to make it 31 days, you're not, your goal isn't to think about like how you want to feel at the end of the 31 days or throughout the 31 days, right? And so that's where it really gets then tied into willpower, sheer grit, and determination, as opposed to how do I figure out why I'm drinking in the first place and how do I drink figure out if all of those assumptions I'm making about alcohol are true or not right it's just about like let's make it to february 1st and yes. hope for the best <laughs> yeah. yeah and there are plenty of quit drinking programs out there that do that like the challenges that have the you know this is what we're going for and i love that there's so many resources for people if that is the path that they're choosing and willpower is going to be something that is pushing you along in those cases. But if you are looking for the, the, the actual freedom, is it, is Mm -hmm. it just, I don't want to be, I don't want to drink or I want to not want to drink. I think that plays into the decision, whether you're going to count days or not, because if you get wrapped around counting days and you're so behavior focused, then you're missing the thinking that's really driving that behavior and it does to your point end up being this willpower grit grind it out kind of thing and then when it's over it's like yay I made it or in my case I never did but also I'm going to celebrate that I got three weeks under my belt with alcohol like not yeah not a clear focus for what I was really wanting I thought that I wanted to be able to prove that I didn't have a drinking problem and so therefore I could not drink um by taking those breaks and then when i realize it's no what i'm really looking for is is peace in my relationship with yeah. her i where i'm not spending all this time thinking about it and drinking it yeah i love that so much and i feel like it's such a good uh, way of illustrating how how the counting of the days can further affirm one of these stories that it, that keeps us stuck in, in what you just said, right? Because that was me too. It's like, if I can make it 31 mm-hmm. days or 30 days or two weeks worth, just a week, that means X, Y, Z. That means I don't have a problem. That means I'm fine. I don't need to worry about it, etc. cetera. And it's like, well, how is, is that true? <laughs> is that yeah. true? No, it means like you could not physically, in just the tequila or wine, it doesn't mean that you're not sitting there struggling, wanting it, like wrapped in a ball of dis- cognitive dissonance hell, <laughs> wanting to drink and not wanting to drink all at the same time. And how is that, how in the world is that moving you any closer to freedom, right? That just sounds, mm-hmm. that's not the goal. Or it's, at least it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. it's that temporary relief possibly that we're getting from, the cognitive dissonance, you know, that you're talking about that we're feeling. So we're getting maybe a little bit of relief from that cognitive dissonance, but we're not kind of going to what's, what's driving it, what's underneath it to have that kind of lasting change, that transformation around our relationship to alcohol. But there are people that, you know, maybe that is the path for them and, and trying it that way. Like, how, how did I know that my, that I actually taking those like little breaks and and experimenting with just removing it without changing my thinking. How did I know that wouldn't work for me and yeah. get me to how I wanted to feel without having tried it multiple times and then realizing, oh, okay. And then what I think is so valuable about you know the work we do and what we help clients with um, and coaching is like what is your goal? Like yeah. and you don't have to you don't have to have a I want to, you know, it doesn't have to be quantifiable per se. Like we, I even say, like, I don't even want it to be a certain amount of time period you give me. That's behavior focus. that's willpower. We can all kind of do that to an extent, but let's talk about to your point too, like, how do you want to feel and where is alcohol getting in the way right now that the absence of which would create something new and different for you? And that's where it, for me, it always comes back to, how what we say we value is in conflict with what we're doing. And having a clear focus on what that looks like for us helps us frame that goal when we're starting this this journey. Yeah, I love that. That's so good. And this is the other thing too, right? It's, I think that when we're talking about counting days, that doesn't necessarily mean not setting a goal that has, <laughs> this is going to sound so confusing, but not setting a goal, a goal that has days attached in certain ways that do coincide with this methodology. That sounds so confusing, but this is what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to say that like, when you do make a firm decision and a commitment to to, to not drink for a certain amount of days while doing it this way with the goal of feeling better, you do get to an opportunity, you get, you get to basically take that Final decision at 5 p.m. after you've made 7,000 other decisions that day right off the table. And so in order to make like to deal with the decision making fatigue that we struggle with every single day, I think it is good to if you're working with like a coach or whatever you're doing just to make that firm commitment to take the day off the table. But I don't think and this is what I think we're, we're both saying, right, is that you can count days in isolation of thinking about your thinking. That was, that's, I know how confusing that sound. Did it make, did it make I, sense to you? <laughs> I, yeah Yes, I'm totally following along with you. And I think the the part that I would take from that, that I think is so valuable, it's the idea that, yes, it, it might take measurable numbers of days as these like micro commitments that we're making, yeah. micro goals as stepping stones towards the bigger goal of changing our thinking, finding, you know, changing our desire for alcohol, because, you know, when we, when we work with somebody, it's, it's so often it's like, okay, now I'm going to, I'm going to start day one working with my new coach, like, okay, no more alcohol. And so then it, it, it starts this, okay, how many, how many days am I committing to, to being alcohol free as I'm doing this work? There is value in that. There's also value in, no, don't, don't, commit to that yet. Let's get some, you know, some more information. Let's collect some data around what this looks like around the drinking. And then we're going to start to, you know, I mean, I love to challenge people with like, what is the number of days that, you know, absolute, absolutely you can do being alcohol free. That's like easy and winnable when we're taking it and chunking it down into these like tiny ways. So if it's four days, great, do four days. So committing to So that's different. I think this is what you're saying, so correct me if not, yeah, but like it is. that's different yeah. than what we're talking about where we're just on this constant hamster wheel of like counting days, counting days. And then we, you know, how will we ever like, we're counting days for the rest of our life of, yeah. okay, I yeah. didn't drink today. So I have another day. And then we get to the end of our life and we're like, okay, well, yeah, what's that prize? Yeah. I think there is true freedom when you get to a place where you don't know the days, right? Like both of us had to look up our counter before hopping on this podcast because I actually have no idea how many days there are, right? And I think, and I get, throw back to Lauren's episode again, you know, where she was talking about, I thought it was so beautiful the way she talked about like having the days and being afraid to break the days. Yes. You know, and yet when she did have that data point, it went so it did so much to further affirm her new line of thinking. And so how in the world, how in the world would that somehow reset some counter that put her back at square one? If anything, it made everything stronger and more free for her, you know? That's exactly right. That's why I love talking about data points as growth points. And what you did for her in that is you helped her take that pressure off of that unwritten law that I, you know, if I'm alcohol free, I have to be alcohol free every single day. And then when we yeah. feel that pressure, how do we show up from that place of like pressure and fear and like, what happens when the dam breaks one day? And, and I do drink yeah. and and it's like, okay, well, number one, what do we, what are we making that mean? But number two, that pressure, like that's like a Instapot, I, like I picture my Instapot, you know, if you don't, Manually release the the valve, it will at some point pop. So of course what it's is this, sorry. What is an Instapot? Um a pressure cooker. You know, like a you No. Know, do you not like use Like a slow this? cooker? No, the opposite of a slow cooker. It like cooks things super fast. So it puts it under pressure and cooks them fast. Do you not like use this air fryer? <laughs> no. I have never, I was like, is she talking about instant noodles? Like, oh my gosh, you're going to have an Instapot on your doorstep. (laughs) (laughs) It's a pressure cooker. You put it in and you seal it up and you tie it so fast. It's amazing. I'm the worst cook on the planet. So this is probably why I don't know this. (laughs) Girl, there's no other way to make tacos than in an Instapot. But, um, But, oh my gosh, I'm writing it down. But you are like sealing it up and it's, Under pressure, and that's how I see the days are the taco meat. Where are we? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I hear you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, get serious. Get serious. This is a very serious podcast. It's not, it's not at all. This is very (laughs) professional, very serious, (laughs) very professional. (laughs) Not at all. Um, but I see that so often with clients, and it's and like in Lauren's story, it's such a great example of that relief when we offer that. Like number one, who's like who's saying all these things that like you have who to start. Who is ca- saying them? <laughs> they, that you have to start over counting if you are a counselor and you have to start over at day one with counting. Who says and who says AA that? AA says that. AA oh. says it. I think. <laughs> that is- <laughs> Isn't that what they say? Right? Oh, you're right. Isn't well, I like that to- what they say? I don't yeah. know. You're I think. I think so. You're right yeah so that's where we pick it up from but um do they come and take um, i please don't i'm not trying to be rude here you guys gals whoever's listening to this i'm actually wondering this on the fly i'm not trying to be disrespectful do they come and take your chips away if you have a data point if you have a drink after you've like had oh does it get taken away i don't know i don't know that either Hmm. because that is scary like that would feel really scary. And, and I'm thinking about like how we do it in coaching and how it's not so pressure filled, but yet people are putting that pressure. Our clients are putting that pressure on themselves, but then to be in a part of a space where that it's amplified. Oh my gosh. It's just like kind of inevitable. I feel like in a sense. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Great point. I just thought of that. And like that it makes me actually like if I was in that place, yeah, it would. It'd feel scary. It'd feel really sad. It would feel overwhelming, right? Like, it would the, feel life the, or ke- death. Yeah. Life or death. That's why counting days, like, I feel like it's, it's a barrier to entry into the curiosity journey of doing this, right? Because if you feel like there is no way I can get the days, right? Why would you? Why would you have the motivation to try if that's the goal? Well, and it reminds me too of how when I was looking at my options, when I finally came to that painful awareness that alcohol was in fact, I tried so long to like find any other reason to believe that the, what I was feeling, the tension I was feeling, the conflict that I was feeling, the offness that I was feeling, I tried a million different ways to find anything but alcohol as being the problem. And when I was finally looking at that and realizing that like I could continue miserably being in this conflict and Mm -hmm. all the things or try every single day for the rest of my life, miserably trying not to drink. Like that's where I was like, those are, yeah, like that feels that that's stuck either way is stuck. And that doesn't Mm -hmm. feel empowering. And that doesn't feel then, you know, and if you think about what that then creates from a place of, pressure on ourselves, man, yeah, that I'm so, so grateful that I, I mean, really divinely the Lord sent me the exact thing that I needed at the exact time to, you know, when I was on my knees praying for like, help me, like help me, whatever you say, like I will do anything. I can't, I don't want miserable and I don't want miserable. Give me a third way. And that's when A neighbor mentioned this naked mind and said, you may not, but be careful. You may never want to drink again. And I was like, Oh, that's what I was missing. It's the, I don't want to drink. And when I don't want to drink, then I will feel free. That's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for creating space and time in my life, not taking away. And my thought was, if I do decide to do something about this and I start doing these meetings and, and then I'm just holding so tight to never having a drink. Like that's just going to increase my mental real estate and distraction and all of that. That actually is not bringing me back to my values, which are like being present and being, you know, um, connected and, and those things that I was missing. So I'm having, yeah. Like, yeah, I'm just, yeah, didn't, I didn't see our conversation going this way. And yet, you know, so powerful in thinking it through that lens too, of like what, when we're sell, when we're telling ourselves these things that we have to do, mm-hmm. yeah. whose, whose voice is it? Right. Yeah. Says who, yeah. where does it come from? And then it points us back to where we're picking up these unconscious, you know, these stories. Yeah. Yeah. I love that so much. And and I do think that there is space for using days as celebration, you know, like there is that, that, oh my gosh, I am a year or whatever, you know, like, yes, is that what Carla Atkins was saying when she was talking about like celebrating, I think it was her that mentioned like celebrating the milestones, right? Like celebrating the years, but not necessarily getting bogged down and counting the days. I think it was her that said that when she was on the pod. Yeah, like I don't know. It's one is again what, like you just said this, but we get to decide how we want to use this information, <laughs> right? Yes, and and what I think this bigger like journey and what you know my coach has helped me figure out and it, what we're ultimately doing here and doing this work is like how to how to resource for ourselves, how to tap into what our needs and our wants are, and then to. Meet those needs and those wants, so they don't end up as misdirected, you know, towards other things and putting with you know going back to like false idols and taking up you yeah know, taking up space in our hearts and and keeping us from what we want to be focused on um, yeah and th- it's like we're doing that in this like smallish way that's a really big way but it it feeds that's why it's so applicable to so many things it's like really getting us back to that place of being able to decide for ourselves what, what is helping me? Where, where am I headed? Where do I, how do I want to be showing up and what helps me get there? Yeah. It's so simple, but it's not easy. Yeah. That's so true. It's so true. I think about like all the, well, I mean, I think about me, I guess, right back in the day when I was stuck, even just like the, the, idea of having to make it a number of days, quote unquote, like get through, like check them off the list, you know, like how is that a way to live, right? How is that a way to live when you're literally just trying to, gosh, when you think about it, it reminds me of also like being stuck in the day-to-day of drinking, just racing, trying to just get to the end of the day. Get to the end of the day so I can have the wine. Get to the end of the mm. day. Get to the end of the day so I can have sit on the couch, pour the glass of wine, get it done, get it done. Get like we're just either way, it's like you said, it's either stuck or stuck, right? It's either like I've got a barren grit and barrett, grant and Barrett. There we go. Gosh, what is wrong? It's because it's so hard. Words hot. are hard. Especially. you are hot. hard. Remember how we said we were smarter now that we don't drink the <laughs> <right. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> grin and if you grin and bear it getting trying to get through the, the days alcohol free or grin and bear it through your hangover to get to the end of the day to open up the bottle of wine. It's stuck and stuck. Stuck and stuck. It's the difference between living in reactive mode and like pro, I don't even want to say proactive, but or like defense versus offense. Oh, no, I'm going to go. like, let's not do (laughs) this. Let's not not tread into the sports territory that we are not not very, yeah, wise. But but it is that, it's that difference of, like, survival versus, I think that is one thing that I would love for people to hear. I know I say it a lot, but I'm going to say it again. Do it. When I started my journey, if I could just find freedom from alcohol, I would have been happy. So it's like, there was this so-called quote-unquote, I'm doing air quotes again, Problem that needed to be they, solved. Yeah, they haven't shown up in a while. Those fingers. I know. Miss them. The air quotes. <laughs> I know. They've they've been very tired lately. I'm, sorry. I I'm interrupting yeah. you left, right, and center today. Sorry. You're you're challenging the ADD right here. It's, it's oh, sorry. All good. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. it's good. It's good. You're you're helping me work through it. um <laughs> But but when I was like, I had I had this identified problem I needed to solve, and then if I could solve it, I would have been like like. Great, right off into the sense that everything is wonderful. I had no idea that it wasn't just about solving a problem, but actually the intentional creation of a life that I want on the other side. Not yeah. just like where I'm not doing the thing that I don't want to be doing, but I'm actually stepping into creating with again like back aligned with the Lord and creating with the Creator what my life is supposed to look like as what's best by him. Like I, that's, that's what blows my mind that I didn't see it when I was stuck in it. I didn't see, I just saw, here's a problem, get me out of this problem and yeah. solve that. I would have, I would have been happy, but I had no idea that we got to, you know, step into this whole new way of seeing like actually intentional creation of everything else from there. And that goes back to, I think your point about like celebrating and not celebrating. And it's like, you know, I love to ask my clients, like, do you, do you feel good when we celebrate? Like, do you want to celebrate milestones? How does that make you feel? If that's something that makes you feel good, I am going to celebrate that with you all day long. If counting days is something that makes you feel good, I will help you count days will be that cheerleader for whatever, but I want it to come from a place of you saying, this is what's helping me. Yeah. Tapped into this. I'm looking at this. This is what's helping me move forward versus someone saying, here are the rules, these unwritten rules about how we're supposed to do this. That's no place to live. Yeah. That's so good. And you just said something that like, like triggered me thinking about, The fact that, like, not only can, can, doesn't have to, but can the counting days be wrapped up in fear, it also Mm -hmm. can be wrapped up in shame. And that's exactly where we're trying to, like, maneuver out of, right? So, you know, you have a growth point, you break a streak, whatever. If that's going to put you right back in the place of shame... Well, we know where that leaves you in the brain, right? It leaves you in a place of fight, flight, freeze, and hit the easy button for the open of the bottle of the wine situation. So it's almost like putting you in back in that spot that we're trying to maneuver out of to begin with, right? Which is a place of using our rational brains to, yeah, like when I think about it that way, right? It's, Mm -hmm. yeah, wow. (laughs) And that's what what I love about being able to really get into the kind of the nitty gritty of this work is that's the kind of stuff that you come to see and you're like, wow, who knew that that is, it's one thing for us to say, like, bring compassion. Self-compassion is so important for this. It's one thing for us to say, like, let's put down the weapons of blame and shame. But it's another thing to say, well what does that mean? I don't, I I hear you, but what does that mean? And why am I doing it? Well, this is what it looks like. If I'm counting days and I have a data point, I drink alcohol, I'm going to feel that shame that then is going to tell me there's something. So again, maybe this even goes deeper. Whose voice are we listening to? Yeah. Whose voice is it? Is it evil's or is it Got, yeah. You know, like really we can take that a whole other direction too, but yeah, that's, that's where we say, if that's going to be the result, then maybe we try differently. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's try differently in this. And instead of, instead of being stuck in that, maybe it is you count days, but then, but the next morning when that shame kind of, you know, comes in, you're going to, you're going to set a timer and you're going to, and you're going to, pu- you're going to get into your body and you're going to take some deep breaths and then you're going to go. No, this is where shame comes in. And I refuse to let this be like it has been in the past. Shame that's going to keep me stuck. I'm going to choose to see this as growth. Okay, what did I learn from this data point last night? What is it What is it trying to reveal to me about my relationship to alcohol and helping me untangle this that I can use towards freedom? That's yeah. the value in this kind of work where it allows us that opportunity to say, Yes. I know that celebration does feel really good. And I would like, that is something that felt that, you know, so I'm going to continue using celebration as one of my tools for moving me along in my journey, whatever I'm working with, or yeah, I went really tangy on, on that one, but um, but I I liked it. And I totally smelled what you were cooking over there in your (laughs) (laughs) Instapot. But also another thing is that there isn't, there isn't some sort of magic in hitting a milestone or the yes. number of days, right? Because I actually was talking to mm. a gal, a one-on-one like last week. And she was like, well, if I can just make it a year, mm. and I said, to, I said to her, what's going to be different then? Yeah. What's going to, what's going to be, di- what is magical about hitting th- the number 365 mm-hmm. if you still feel like you can't have any fun without a glass of wine in your hand. There is no magic in the number of days. This takes a matter of weeks for some people and it takes a matter of years for others. And it's all about that experiential knowledge, knowing it in your soul, knowing it in your bones, that you don't need alcohol, that there is no benefit to you anymore. And that journey is different for everybody. And I can't even tell you how many times I have gotten the DM on Instagram. How long did it take? Mm. I'm just like, "Girlfriend, it does not matter how long it took for me because it's going to be different for you. It's going to be so different because we're two different people with two different sets of beliefs and two different like sets of experiences that are going to have to unwind those beliefs, right? So, yeah. There isn't any magic and I think that's part of the problem. I think people think like, "Oh, if I can you know, if I, if I can make it six months or if I can make it a year, all of my problems are solved and I won't have the desire to drink anymore. And that's not what it takes. The good news in, in that, right, is that it doesn't have to take years. It can take a lot less, which it did for you and me. I mean, and I know we talked about this on a previous episode, but like I'll I'll never forget, like in the beginning of like my, you know, this naked mind training, my biggest energy snag that I kept tripping over was like, oh my gosh, I don't have that many, I haven't been alcohol free that long. How in the world can I help people? Yeah. But it's like, but I was so free mm-hmm. that I knew I that I knew I could, right? So it it really isn't about the number of days. It's 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 just, I mean, how many ways can we say that? <laughs> it's yeah. Well, <laughs> because no, and oh my gosh, there's so much gold in what you said there. Because it comes down to What are we making it mean about our journey, about ourselves, about whatever? So what story is really underneath that? If I can make it till, you know, 365 days, I'm making that mean that I am worthy. I'm making that mean that I'm successful. I'm making that mean that what, that I, that I did this right. I did this well. I, whatever, whatever that is that you don't have a problem. Yeah. Guess what? You can come to that same truth without holding so tight to that number without holding so tight to that if only I make it till this then it's the if when then that arrival fallacy thing that just I think creates so many problems and similarly you know it's the same thing when we wake up from a say a data point and it's you know or a Oh my gosh! Like I, you know, went 100 days alcohol free, and then I've had this day. Well, what are you making it mean? What are you making Mm -hmm. it mean Mm -hmm. about yourself, about your journey, about because you're making it mean something, or else it wouldn't have this weight to it. And so, by asking that question, like, well, what will be different for? Like, why is that such a? What are you trying to prove in that? And and when we take the focus off of our action, our behavior as being proof of who we are or our worth. I mean, yeah. And we can go a whole nother, but oh my gosh. Yeah. That Yeah. There's, it, yeah. That's why it comes back to, like we say all the time, our thinking. How is the thinking creating whatever it is for us? Yeah. Love that. So good. So good. I, um... I know there's some happiness research out there that talks about, I think it's Arthur Brooks. I should have looked this up ahead of time, but it just came to mind that um, his research that shows that when we actually arrive somewhere or we get the thing that we're working towards and we hit the goal, we achieve the, you know, whatever it. is, we're, we're working for that promotion and then we get the promotion or we're, you know, running, you know, working to get the mayor, you know, the, I'm like the sports stuff. I'm trying to come up with the sports stuff, whatever. There's a reason why that doesn't flow naturally for me. Um, You get that thing, the championship or the state finals for tennis or whatever it is. And you get that. And that feels really good when you get there. Mm -hmm. But happiness research is showing that we're actually happier in the process of getting to that so-called destination or goal that we're looking to achieve. And so it's the progress, it's the journey, it's the moving along that and yeah. using, using a day to undo all that we've, all that we're making in, in progress. Like, yeah, I don't know what yeah. my point was, except for t- to say that, you know, no, really I, I, yeah, not I focusing so much on the end. And I mean, yes, have your intention and your goal, but enjoying and thinking about the progress you're making. That's how we also train our minds towards abundance versus that lack or towards hearing, being able to hear God's voice louder than the voice of the enemy. Yeah. Well, you were in the beginning of, it's so funny. We're on the same wavelength here because when you were, when you started with the Arthur Brooks stuff, I was looking up a quote that was actually on Jess Connolly's, I think, Breaking Free from Body Shame, like Instagram this week. And it was your your best days aren't locked up in a future season. And I like screenshotted mm. it because I was like, oh my gosh, that's so good. And I, you know, she's coming, she posted, I think for, for a lot of reasons to do with like body and all that stuff and being present and not missing out on God, God's abundance in the here and now. And I think it applies to this too, right? Like your, fr- and I want to like spin it, like your freedom isn't locked up mm. in a future season or in a number of days. No, yeah. So true. So true. Yeah. Yeah. Should we yeah. should yeah. we Tina it up? Let's do it. What you um, thinking? If you look at you. I'm oh. Thinking that I want to turn a fan on. Um yeah, I mean I think it's pretty obvious, like what my my Tina is. Like if it if counting days works for you, great. If they feel like they're not if they feel like if you have any feeling regard that does that that doesn't make you feel good like hold it really loose thing you don't have to do it and my biggest tina of all of all the tinas is you never ever 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 have to restart the counter ever you are Mm -hmm. never back at day one you are never back at square one this is about i know i already said this but i'm gonna say it again this is about progress not perfection and Mm -hmm. you never have to restart the clock ever yeah yeah ever (laughs) <laughs> Ever. Yeah, it does not undo the progress you've made, the work you've done, what you've learned. And that's the thing when we're celebrating. That's why I love, you know, if celebrating a certain number of days, that is your jam. I will cheer you on. But I also love opening to the possibility of celebrating what it is that I have, like looking for what it is that I have learned. And when we're doing that, we're less focused on this, you know, behavior action only being successful so to speak air quotes again based on what I'm doing because it's it's just it's just not true. Yeah. You love that. Yay. So good babe. Such a good one. I've been wanting so to do that one for fun. a while. I'm glad I you know. reminded me that we had that on the on the docket today. <laughs> yes, I know. Yeah, y'all uh, definitely let us know how this, you know, sets with you. Like what are what are you finding? We'd love Yeah. Feedback from like to hear all the experiences with counting days, not counting days.
1: Contact us.
0: Let us know. We have a form on our, on our show notes. Yeah. There's a form there and you can get in touch with us and you could also submit questions there too. If there's something that we haven't talked about yet, like, which there is a lot of, or there is something that you want us to do an episode about or a guest you want us to have. Please let us know. There's a form there on the show notes. We would love to hear from you. It's one of my favorite things when I see that that form has been submitted and we get to hear from like real people who are actually listening. <laughs> it's like, oh, yay. And there's some like feedback. Like we take it very seriously and, and we want to be able to yeah, speak to you, whatever. If we don't have answers, we usually don't. We'll find people that- We'll find know, them. Yeah. Yeah. We will. Yeah. So <laughs> bye all. Bye. Thanks, gals. Thank you so much for joining us again this week. You can find all of our episodes at butjesusdrankwine.com. dot com. And make sure you follow us over on the gram at Love Life Sober with Christy and Mead at I'm Not Sober, I'm Free. To learn more about what we do, you can visit our websites at meadhollandshirley.com and lovelifesober.com. dot com. Take a screenshot of this podcast and share it with a friend or two. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't have to worry about missing a single episode. And if you love what we're doing, please leave us a review on Apple or Spotify. This helps more women who are feeling stuck and alone in the overdrinking cycle to find hope and encouragement. Thanks, ladies. We so appreciate you. We'll see you next week.